If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Well, I'm so glad it's pretty to y'all because that was me looking for the remote in my cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate that shit? It'd be so hard to find the damn remote that to the was TV. was me last yeah. night looking for my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't find, he can't, <laughs> he can't find your shit. That would make a great alarm. So I'm part. glad y'all having a good time at my <laughs> expense. God damn it. Welcome to the friends on you. We see the book. <laughs> For the remote in the company, okay? Because who in the hell wants a lost remote? How y'all doing this week? What's going did, on? Did you see the Beyonce stan account that said, Beyonce sounds so urethral? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if you only knew. Oh. <laughs> if only you knew what a urethra was. Urethral. Wow. But you know what? That's The intention was right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And we knew they didn't mean no harm, okay? No matter how dumb they sounded. It was oh. almost hurtful to see someone be so dumb. You know, wow. I didn't know, now that you're doing that reference, I didn't know that when you said, and leaving my fourth wall last week, that, that was from the show. Someone sent the video, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I don't be knowing. All the Easter eggs. The Easter eggs. But you see how that, you know, what a wonderful feeling that was when it came when together. When you do know. There right? you go. See? See? Makes it all worth it. How y'all doing this week? I'm good. I feel <laughs> finally, I feel a little more rested. It took a while. I told y'all I did not rest well during break. Yeah. And shout out to all of y'all who were doing confessionals on Twitter, letting me know what show they watched as well. That was terrible. Uh, like Krishan and Blueface and oh. all the other darker places. Or as Troy calls them, shout out to Mr. L. Davis. He calls them Blueface and Bluetooth. <laughs> blue face and blue tooth. 
And I saw that they're expecting what a what a twist of events. But we wish her um, a safe, you know, yeah, pregnancy, and a healthy delivery. baby, and all that. Of course, you know, man. All that. Oh, how are your weekends? Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's a baby. So, how are your weekends? My weekend was good. Um, I just want to say thank shout, shout out to everybody, the Twitter streets, y'all. First of all, hold on. Let me just take a moment because I just need to look up a couple of these tweets because some of y'all got really, really crazy, 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 right? <laughs> like I'm talking crazy. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> some of y'all got really, really funny in my mentions. But basically, uh, Ryan Mitchell, he asked for people. He was looking for people to talk for the Grammys. And I just love that everyone always thinks of me when it comes to music. But unfortunately, I just see that. Right, I just cool? see that. So I just want to yeah. thank everybody on Twitter for doing that. I wanted to shout a couple of y'all out, but actually there are some really terrible uh, responses to a TikTok that I posted here, so I'm not going to be able to find what I'm going to find right now. But Ooh. I just wanted to thank... <laughs> no, I posted... You know when you see something funny and you're not you're not laughing at the 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 problem, but there is a problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm usually Uh-oh. laughing at the problem. But so I posted <laughs> a clip of someone reenacting the scene... Uh, reenacting a scene. I don't want to put out too much. No. And the, you know reena- and the reenactment was funny. And there mm-hmm. were people that just connected to the movie and, you know, the issue at hand in the movie. And this person, it was a. Uh, a yeah. Yeah. So okay. I was just like, well, I just, this down. actor, you know, was phenomenal. But I mean, because, you know, when we think of that, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> Twitter was just a wild time this weekend, so I had a mm-hmm. good time. Yes, it was great. How about you, uh, Dustin? What, what's what's been up with you? Right. Um, I had a good weekend this weekend. I went to see a play actually off Broadway at the Chelsea Factory oh, um, called I Queens of that. Sheba. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really dope. Um, it was an all black female cast for um, beautiful black women from London who told a story about um, just their black womanhood and, and different experiences that they shared. And there was singing. It was really dope and it felt good to just be, you know, I love like going to the theater and I really love catching off Broadway shows. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky that I got to see this New York run of um, the Queens of Sheba. So that was dope. I did that. Um, I feel like I did some other stuff, but I can't remember what it was, but I, I'm safe and alive. So I must have gotten through it. OK. <laughs> Amen. That's one oh. thing I miss. Ooh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Because I, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Happy birthday. <laughs> To a friend of mine and friend of yours and husband of Jade's, Tristan. Oh, I went to Tristan's birthday Tristan. dinner this weekend. Yep. Yep. Oh, happy 40th. Crystal. Yeah, happy Welcome 40th birthday, club. Tristan. <laughs> Work, Tristan. Me and um, Crystal the sat club. there. We had us a good ass time. <laughs> and Jade <laughs> looks so pretty. Didn't I love what incredible? she had on. Yes. I, I texted her like a wife. Okay, mm-hmm. a wife. Life of a wife. I knew it. Okay. Yay. 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 But no, uh, so Tristan's birthday party was this weekend. And that was incredible. And something else I did on Friday, but I can't remember. I had a good weekend. I've just been yay. working. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all. Oh, and real quick, Tell it was, it. It's, it's at the Slay God, and his, his name is Ryan Mitchell. I said Ryan Miller. Ryan Mitchell, okay. I thought you said Mitchell. No, you said oh, did Ryan I say? Mitchell. Okay, mm-hmm. see, yeah. I always get a little subconscious about certain names, so I just had to be sure. Okay, no, Thank I get it. You want to put some Thank respect you. on his name? No, yeah, yeah Ryan Mitchell. Yeah, especially when you're working mm-hmm. with like an esteemed colleague, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself there. That's where we are. 
esteemed Shout colleagues, out. Grammy panels, Grammy red carpet hosting events, Grammys. Come on. <laughs> VMAs. Oh, Billboard, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was saying that that's one thing I miss about living in New York, just being able to pop in and see plays and go to Broadway. They sent me, you know, they sent me tickets to go see the piano lesson with Samuel mm. L. <sighs> Do you know how much my heart broke having to email them? <laughs> Tell them that I couldn't be Damn. there. It's getting oh. incredible reviews. I heard the performances were all amazing. And I saw I heard Mandy win to to nominations for the like. A lot I believe of the cast. that. I believe Damn. that Mandy went with her mom, and I saw her saying that it was incredible. So I'm sad that I missed that. But you know, I remember more what plays. else I did now. What was it? I went to a screen. <laughs> I know, right? It just That's took wild. me a minute. <laughs> I went to a I went to a screening for you people. Um, the new Netflix film with Eddie Murphy and I just Jonah saw the banner. Uh huh. Yeah. How was it? There was a lot of funny parts. Um, Kenya Barris was actually there in the house, one of the writers and directors of the film. He was mm-hmm. the director of the film, but he also wrote it with Jonah Hill. And um, Julia Louis Dreyfus or Louis mm. Dreyfus. Is it mm-hmm. Louis or Louis? I think it's Julia Louis Louise. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm saying out loud, I don't know. Well, the lady from motherfucking Seinfeld, okay? <laughs> she had me dying in this movie. Like her, she is so naturally funny. And Jonah Hill was funny too. Of course, Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy. Nia Long looked beautiful and Lauren London looked beautiful. What it a was cast. A, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting movie that I know is going to spark a lot of conversation. So I'm interested mm. to see what these dialogues are. Um, mm. But I definitely laughed out loud. Um, and shout out to Sway. He was in the building. Um, hey. It was just a great. It was a great experience. Wait, so Sway, Sway, with yeah, the he's locks? not in the film. He was in the in the at the screening. Yeah. Oh shoot! What's up with Sway? So say, he chilling, doing wonderful. Still sound the same. He walks past. Oh, so I see that jacket, bro. I know that's you. I turn around. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, what's he up? He sounds just like. Yeah, it was cool. So Shout out you to know, Sway, man. yeah, yes. our legend Sway. Y'all better For ask real. somebody, right? Radio yeah. legends. Give so. You have you guys have any announcements or anything before we jump into it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, very excited to be nominated for an NAACP Image Award. We Come need on. everybody to go vote, please, because that's how we win the award. And I ain't please no shame in my game. No, ain't no pause please. in my draws. I want to <laughs> win. So uh, please go to NAACP Image Awards. Um, dot com, I believe is the website. If not, it's very easy to Google NAACP Image Awards voting and mm-hmm. you can go vote in the we're under the podcast section. Obviously, go to the best news and information podcast and vote for holding court with Ebony K. Williams. Please, you can do that every day up until the awards. Oh, shit, um, that's so dope. please continue to vote, 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 mm. vote, vote, vote for holding court, vote for holding court, vote for holding court. We need Big Frida, we need your votes. I am not ashamed. <laughs> please tell your mom, anyone who is computer literate, your friends, your family, everybody in your household, please, if you listen to this show. Please go vote on the NAACP Image Awards ballot in the podcast section, Best News and Information Podcast, Holding Court with Ebony K. Williams. And That's vote for show. The Read, too. Oh, my I God, think. The Read. What, while, you're, um, while you're in there. <laughs> what's their section? And also Claude Kelly. I think uh, Entertainment. Yes. Yes, and Claude Kelly, Louis Stewart, yeah. PJ yes. Morton, a lot of our folks are we up there. Hold it so down, y'all. We're all just nominated. go through, yeah. go through the nominations and click on everyone. That we <laughs> everyone that we know, show. for real. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> That's it. 
I say congratulations in advance. Hell I'm going yeah, to go ahead and put that out there for you Thank and the you. Reed and Claude. Please so, put your rocks in the window, y'all. They're already there. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Now that you're saying the rocks in the window. So you know that it was the Lunar New Year, right? I thought it was Chinese New Year. Yeah, the Lunar New Year, the oh, Chinese the celebration. Thing. So, okay. yeah, so we went to uh, a celebration for it here at this like garden, and they have oh, like the pretty. dragons. Oh, it was so beautiful. The dragons, a lot of like the cultural outfits and performances, and you mm-hmm. know, and then they were like, they're going to have a martial arts competition. And mm-hmm. why was everyone that came out white? <laughs> I mean, I know where said, I'm at. The, 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 <laughs> they said, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> and made the white people do it for once. Okay. Way too. I, you know what? I'm actually going to send those of you watching on Patreon. Please. Our engineer is going to insert a video right now. <laughs> because the world has to witness what I saw. It was just mortifying. And I was looking at all the Asian people in the audience. Like, I was looking at their faces and they were all just like, (laughs) (laughs) no, the I know. What happened, Fran? They was, all the hits was missing. (laughs) And then they were playing like black exploitation. Like, oh no. You know, Shaft. Like, (laughs) (laughs) now hold on. (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was the oddest. I was so happy I was there because it was such a fucking mess that I was like, this I'm thankful for Yo, I needed to laugh. Those be the best times they was playing all Could this. Jackie Brown. Like, who put this together? What were they thinking? And it's white people for an Asian celebration playing black exploitation soundtracks. Classic. <laughs> Amazing <Melting> weekend. <laughs> but I just had to laugh. Ooh, I'm sorry to our Asian brethren. That was an embarrassment to me. But. Mm. For the black business of the week, do y'all know there is a black crossword puzzle that's out now, y'all? Created by Juliana Bonacci. I really hope I said your last name right. Uh, She created a black crossword that is a free daily mini crossword puzzle that places emphasis on terms and clues from across the black diaspora. And it updates at midnight every day. So... Definitely check it out at blackcrossword.com. I played it just to test it out, and it was really, okay. <laughs> really, really cute. Like, it had, like, yeah. album titles of some of my favorite artists. You know, like, it really felt true to the culture, which I thought was really cool to see a crossword that's literally just for us. So support her. That. It's yeah. such a great idea, blackcrossword.com. It's really fun, and it's a cool way to just, you know, get out of your head for a second and, and play something fun and support a new black business. Hopefully she for blows sure. up the same way that Wordle. Remember Wordle was on your timeline yep. every Everywhere. day, them little squares. <laughs> so I hope she gets it, gets to the bag. Now you said it updates at midnight every night. Uh-huh. Yep. So it's a daily crossword. Yep. She got to get her sleep schedule together. But yeah, I think everybody <laughs> needs to support this for sure. 
I love it and I hope it blows up because I know oh, Wordle yeah. was free initially and then uh, I think the New York Times bought it or something mm-hmm. and I think oh, it's wow. still free or maybe it's under the subscription. I don't know. I haven't played it in a while, but Bottom line, hopefully, we want her to get the money. All the exactly. Money. Yeah. Hopefully, she ends up being on that level. So, congratulations to you, Juliana, and and yes. thank you for creating this for us. Definitely check that out. That's I'm ready to see Juliana business. in those pictures from the articles. You know, you get rich and they do the write up on you, and you take mm-hmm. the picture like this. <laughs> to the side. I can't see Juliana with side. her arms crossed to the side. <laughs> okay, that was I love so it. funny. We're ready. We ready. <laughs> I was I wasn't laughing at that. I was still laughing at the last thing and I couldn't talk about it. So I just wanted to be clear on what was happening. And uh-huh. also real quick, just an announcement, because if you're listening to this episode on Wednesday, the date is released. This is the last Wednesday, Wednesday of the month. So we will be doing our live stream, which is the Wednesday wind down over on Patreon. So wow. I know, right? So come on down. I'm telling you at the beginning of the episode, so you can't be like, "Oh, shit. oh, I'm late" or whatever, I or I missed know. it. You know, right. if you and if you bank the episode, I'm sorry you missed it. But just join us over at Patreon.com/slash Friends on Podcast. You can catch the wind down. If you don't make the wind down, you can catch it a little bit later on when we repost it. Okay, that's it for me. That's all I want to say, right quick. Perfect. Last week's episode was a shoot the shit episode titled The Grammy is the Baby. Thank you so much, Sester Ross. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we talked about absolutely nothing. And those of you listening <laughs> had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Oh, well, a couple people stood out to me. Uh, I was in the Patreon streets. Uh, mm-hmm. Fran, were you in the Patreon streets? I, I, I didn't take none of your comments. This okay, week. all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, just a shout out to a couple people. The first person I want to shout out is Emerald Green. Uh, Emerald Green. shares. Dustin, your spider senses about the old man from Squid Games got even more valid. Did you see Ooh. he got indicted for sexual misconduct in November? <gasps> What? I was telling Dustin I, when I saw that I had to go look it up. The man from Squid Games, the actor Ooh the Young Soo, oh man, the uh, hmm. player one, he stands he will stand tr- uh, trial on charges of indecent assault after a woman accused him of imp- inappropriately touching her in 2017. A South Korean court said Oof. so. He oh, but I guess it didn't stop him from doing that. But anyway, Emerald Yikes. shared that and I thought that was crazy, and it was funny because Dustin had it. That Dustin man paid. did not fuck with him since <laughs> day one. He looked the very first episode. Dustin saw the truth about this man. <laughs> green steam on the armpits, having ass. I, I told y'all that. I told y'all from number from day one, it was number one. And I hate to see art imitating life like that's fucked up in real yeah. life. But I knew the character wasn't shit from the moment I, I did like this. TV on. Uh, <laughs> I knew. Uh, real quick, I also want to shout out Brittany Nation. Uh, she says, OMG, Fran, I too recently altered my YouTube, my algorithm from stumbling upon a Jaguar oh, Wright interview. And honey, <laughs> that wormhole was vast and wide. I was trying to weird. Because, <laughs> and, and it really. Even in them sharing, I'm like, was there like a push? Like, did someone pay for this? Like, what is going on? Because it was on everyone's timeline, right? Everybody was getting it. Everybody. But um, she also goes on to say. It was so messy. And then it was like three hours long. It's just, yeah. You know, people love mess on YouTube. They do. So it's at the top of that algorithm. 
it's crazy how people, you know, we used to just, I guess, crave very short content, but now content, like for these podcasts to be three hours, us to sometimes be three hours I long know. and people to love it and want more of it. I just be saying like, life is so interesting because YouTube, even for the longest, wouldn't let you put up a video past a certain time. Like, now it's like, remember, right, you well, couldn't for do 24 hours if you want to. I think to. the cutoff was 15 minutes. Remember, mm-hmm. like you had to be mm-hmm. a partner, I think, or something. Yep. And, and they it was like under 10 minutes access. and then they like mm-hmm. moved it up to, to like 18 or 19 or something random. I was like, what? Why that? And then they finally just started letting other people do it. I was like, that is so crazy. But uh, yes, uh, Brittany goes on to say, I was trying to rewatch episodes of Illuminating Intersectionality, <laughs> Don't Call Me White Girl, and TD Jakes to get back right. LOL. Shout out to Brittany because I like what you watch and I love me a little me Don't too. Call Me White Girl. Well rounded. I love she Don't Call Me White Girl. So Mona be having funny. me rolling. Like, that's one of the that's one of the podcasts yes. that I'll actually watch because she's so <laughs> to watch. Like you have to watch her. I crack up. She's she really is hilarious. Yes. What did you find out there, friend? Um, well, uh I just have to say I have finally fixed my algorithm. It took a month. <laughs> <laughs> that was how deep in the hole I was. It took a month to fix, but now all you see is, you know. TD Jakes and yoga videos and the lo-fi girl playing Uh study music. You know what I mean? We back, Mm -hmm. we back to it. Life is good. Back in my groove. So now, (laughs) um, (laughs) what I did want to shout out because a lot of you were tweeting me that the Murdoch trial is underway. If you've been Mm -hmm. following, a lot of you got really invested (laughs) after our true crime episode back in October. And as you noticed, now there's tons of documentary documentaries that have popped up about it. There was like one, a new one on Hulu. I know Netflix dropped one. Wow. HBO dropped one. And now you can actually go on courttv.com for those of you that are heavily invested because they will have a live feed of the oh case. Oh my God. Hell it, yeah. actu- it actually starts today, today, Wednesday. Uh, the live feed I saw will start on courttv.com. You just go on the site. And I'm sure because of how big this case is, it's probably going to be a huge banner at the splash page that you can mm. click immediately. So if you're interested, definitely check that out. And thanks to those of you that were tweeting us in excitement <laughs> about <laughs> the chaos of this case. That really was a crazy case mm-hmm. and it ain't over. It so ain't I wonder how much time over. he's going to do. I'm just so curious, like with everything that's developing, all of it, <laughs> right? All of the time. So Dustin, what'd you find on the Twitter streets? <laughs> I was like, what do, what do we do on the show? <laughs> oh Yes. Dustin. Um, I uh, well, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been watching BMF at my suggestion, including you, Fran. You know what? Mm-hmm. I have to take my initial feelings. Talk to me. I said your name while I was on the couch watching the new, the latest. I said I have to apologize to Dustin because this isn't. <laughs> This isn't bad. Everyone has been practicing space. their acting. It is much better this season. This is always a safe space for you. You come on home. Okay. You, me, friend? you come on home. Because I told you it was good, goddammit. BMF, baby. So I just wanted to give a shout out because I be getting a lot of tweets. I'm sucked about in. BMF and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to give a shout out to um at underscore kid in play. 
um, who tweeted a picture who said dating in Aries and then posted a picture of a bed with rose petals that spelled out, oh, you no. get on my last nerve with a cake and some If pie. that isn't you. <laughs> cake and boom. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Second person I want to highlight is at Poison Honey Bee underscore who tweeted Beyonce in 2050. I saw that. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I pray those of you listening, it's a video of Aretha Franklin. <laughs> That's for our friends on Patreon. Right now, the last tweet that I want to share is from at the Titan Baddie, who said, who responded to a tweet that said, "What's the most iconic photo shoot of all time?" And they said, this image alone changed how group pictures were taken for over a decade and accompanied it with a picture from so Solange's I wedding. I know, before you even showed it. Now, we all know they was in Applebee's. They was at high <laughs> school parking lots. Didn't matter where they, they was, were. I mean, at the club. They was everywhere taking the family reunions. Okay. Some people weren't even stand up. People was leaning on shit, but they was yep. positioned like that. Okay, <laughs> for at least they still doing it to this day. I, I still see, oh, yeah. see it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be in one or two of them. So I'm like, okay, stand up. And I was like, are we really doing okay. this right now? You know what? Fine, Solange. So remember, Dustin said it looked like that actress's teeth. Paula J. Parker. I sure no, did. I didn't she got a problem any. with it. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying? I love Paula J. Parker's work and contribution, but I did it. say that. You know what I'm saying? Fran, I have a Fall random question for you. Way. Yes. Have you watched season two of Random Acts of Flyness? Uh, so. <laughs> now, what did she do with Sante? <laughs> she what did she do? Exactly. I did see her. I did see her in that first episode, but I. I I watched the first episode. Who was in the first episode? Solange? No. Paula. Paula. Paula J. J. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh okay. And it was and it, and it was a rabbit. Space ghost. Cool. Look, I, look, I, look, I, look, for a friend, no. Dustin, I knew you ain't watched. Oh, come on now. No. <laughs> So, no, I'll be done walked out. Dustin, no, Dustin, Dustin, oh my God. Else to do it. Dustin, there's a <laughs> moment. Can't you see me pushing that cart? <laughs> Dustin, there's a moment on Drag Race. I really wanted to call you because <laughs> you would, you would have deal with Francis. What was it? The time when Raven Simone was co hosting, guest judging, <laughs> and RuPaul going to say, Give it up for Raven Simone. <laughs> then RuPaul going to say, And that's how it's pronounced. Simone, yeah. <laughs> and Raven gonna say, it is Simone, yeah. <laughs> RuPaul, RuPaul has taught like, us how to say some random names. Her name like, is not ta- Simone, Simone, Tobe Lou, I think mm-hmm. RuPaul was the one that said it. And I was like, what? that is the name? What? That is crazy. But really you know, fast. The gays, we, we just, we got something special when it comes to, you know, just identifying. <laughs> you know, special. So we just got it, you know? Well, baby, let me tell you. One of the drag queens that came in there, her name was Selena S. Titties. She's a, uh, like a chola. Selena S. Selena S. Titties. Selena. STDs? That's funny. They caught her that when she walked down the runway. Um, It's S-E-S Titties. So it's like Selena S. Titties. Anyway, okay. she's a West Coast inspired <laughs> drag, very chola, you know, the one button and the mm. flannel, all that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Another drag queen came That's in, cool. Mistress I- Isabel Brooks. Um, very to the nines, big drag queen, uh, uh, Regal, uh, done like a wife on the Jeffersons. 
<laughs> well, she came in with a one inch heel, and the girls kept reading her over her one inch. <laughs> and if you 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 would have died seeing that one inch too. I really wish I could just show you this stuff, Dustin, because you actually like would have really in friends. Yeah, but this, this was like cute. a this was you, you have kitten. to know, you know this was a an way embryo heel. Like it was just tiny. <laughs> anyway, so when you Selena's STDs. <laughs> Like Beyonce had on kitten heels. Beyonce in Dubai, you know, you can't even sneeze over there. But she also had foot surgery. I heard. I don't know if that was confirmed, but so that's why the girl wore. That's why the girl wore her one inch heels. She said, you know, she was a bigger queen. She's like, you know, I don't want the big. I'm a big queen. I don't want my ankle get taken out early in the competition because history has shown. So we gave her a pass. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) all I know is. Mistress walks up to Selena and she's like, "What is this, honey?" And she's like, "It's called drag, bitch." And she's like, uh, "She's like Ooh. something, something." All I know is she called her. She's like, "You know, my name's Selena." And the, the drag queen mistress, she said, "Okay, girl. Well, I'll be Yolanda this season." Oh, <laughs> I really wanted to show you that. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorite things to call somebody. <laughs> Looking like a lady who. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show Selena in Trust her confessional. No they show Selena her confessional. She's like, she's like Yolanda. Who wants to be Yolanda? Like, oh, uh, I think the thing to focus on here is the fact that she said she was gonna kill you, bitch. That's what you need to be thinking about. Uh, oh wow. my god, what? <laughs> so yes, well, shout out to that god, show. God T.S. Madison is a guest judge this season. Yes, official oh, how rotating, cool is that? rotating. Like so, that's so dope. So much. I want everybody to watch the show, whether I have that's watched it or not. Cool. It don't matter. Support. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching. Madison, <laughs> I will okay? watch for right. the both of us. And I heard she good as hell on there. So yes, seen her she always has great. Her thing. She always looks fantastic and has great critiques. They play. T. People T. have motherfucking Madison. <laughs> people have played T.S. Madison for Snatch Game on there. So I'm hoping. I'm praying she is solidified as one of the two rotating people. Like it's like she her is. and Michelle. I, I mean, she but like is. I mean, not even rotating, but like regular people. Like how Michelle no. is there every week. I wish yeah. she would actually be there every week instead of oh. rotating out in and out with like Ross or whoever she got to rotate with but soon come you know, one of them goes in jobs so you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. it works for her to rotate she, you know, it's the schedule <laughs> motherfucking Madison but yeah that's it we can get into all the stuff now okay okay so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, we've really been away so long. I'm like, so the next, uh, yes. So (laughs) (laughs) this week's episode. This is the Friend Zone. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. This week's episode, I wanted to have a conversation because, you know, we're still easing into the year. I don't want to bring in no heavy research you know how i like to do i'm gonna wait till next month for all that but i do want to have a combo thank you right exactly our (laughs) brains are still mush and i understand that so (laughs) i meant you laugh (laughs) you said that i don't give a fuck about nothing right now i'm grieving i'm with you my bandwidth you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying it's just Mm -hmm. greatly decreased and it's so funny because i see it show up in different like 
Oh, that I know how that bothered me. I'm grieving. <laughs> Other times I'll be like, I ain't doing that shit. I'm still grieving. <laughs> so I'm grieving. Don't worry, but we can push the shit off to next week. No, I'm so dead serious. Like I've been pure molasses. Like work mm-hmm. has been coming in and I've been trying to get extensions or just straight up not being able to take it because I'm not gonna take something I'm a half ass, you know? Yeah. So you're only gonna I'm, take stuff you're gonna full ass. Okay. But That's I'm really right. not fully present yet let's just say <laughs> put it that way so yeah. you know we'll ease into our conversations throughout the we have a whole year ahead of us that's right but i did know i did want to kind of get y'all's thoughts and takes because i don't know if we've ever discussed <laughs> asante's giving me the eyes nothing personal nothing 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 about your trips and hammocks and deg lang deg langing you hear me oh uh-huh, yeah i knew it over there Woo! All right. Dang a lang, If you're watching, you're watching. <laughs> wow! So many jokes mm-hmm. for so many people what listening. Was, what was our Shocking joke? Viper. The Phaedra. She was like, they was like. <laughs> okay, I'm this back. This is so funny for so many other reasons. <laughs> So I was curious to hear your thoughts. Um, Y'all know Asante the other day was talking to a certain someone and forgot that he wasn't on mute and we heard it. Faith based. Friends on Shade Room. Faith based. (laughs) And and make sure y'all put at the top of the article, single, okay? I have have literally told any nigga that is past that threshold. I've told any nigga that's past that threshold, you can't ask me. (laughs) Look, not that day. Clock it, friend. Erico. Can't nobody ask me no questions so they can at least go half on this rent. So we can talk about whatever, honestly. You know what? And even then, That's watch true. your mouth. And even <laughs> you're then. You only half. <laughs> oh and even if you're covering the whole goddamn bill, you're only doing that because I let you. So <laughs> respect the game, bitch. Let me tell you something. Oh, don't make me don't make me start. Cause I can get it going on this motherfucker. These tickets be having the game fucked up. And I'm here to tell you the game is to be sold, not to be told, baby. So you gotta be able to pay like you ain't. Let me tell you something. On a real random note, there used to be a coke mm-hmm. commercial back in the day with Common and Maya. And Maya used to be like, try to make it real compared to what? So try to make it real. Why do you remember that? I, I remember comments rapping everything, but I'm not gonna do it all. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it right there. I still wow. remember MC Light's Old Navy rap. Never mind. I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> so I was curious to hear y'all's take, because <clears throat> I don't know if we ever touched on this on the show, but what do y'all think, right? <laughs> when people are online and getting their old tweets pulled <laughs> up all day long, I, I'm this is coming up for me because it's not new. Like this has been happening. Mm-hmm. It happens, but... It it just fascinates me because oh, here go Dustin's <laughs> soundscapes. <laughs> oh, okay, that was that was a quick one. Oh no, he nope. muted it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> he muted. Ooh, so I'm curious what your thoughts are because um, I've seen like there was like a I won't say names because this happens to a lot of people and it's not about the people. It's more so just you know the concept of what's happening. But I see there was a YouTuber 
that was calling out, you know, bullying and certain behaviors that he felt like the internet has just like become really aggressive and ugly and dark and, you know, with the goal of like taking people down. And he's just like, how did this happen? When did this happen? Type, you know, conversation. But, you know, the internet loves to this you. <laughs> Your they, do. they love it. And they'll bring up something from back in the day that you said that was wild. Recently, that happened to like a chef. Did y'all see that? A chef from TikTok that was blowing up. But apparently on Twitter, he was like a menace back in the, the wilder yes, days of I like 09 to 03. Right. So he apparently came to share some, I think it was like an oxtail pasta <laughs> recipe and he got this youd and lost his job or not lost his job but it was on the news he did lose his job actually with the with like he was part of some kind of cooking Mm -hmm. program or something right Mm -hmm. like an agency or something he lost that but apparently he's like an assistant da or something wild and that got brought up and it was on the news i mean it was intense which is interesting because people always say it's just twitter but it obviously is not just twitter when people are getting fired and posted up on the news but i'm curious what y'all think about that like y'all think it's fair for you to be fired and judged and basically casted out for something that you may have said well over a decade ago on the internet i think it depends on Right. I think that things like that only matter when they're a reflection of your character um, pertaining to what sort of access and control over you and impact you have over other people's lives. Right. Like that guy was a chef. You don't have to hire him. You don't have to eat his food like it is what (laughs) it is. Right. But when we're talking about a lawmaker, when we're talking Mm. about a judge, Mm -hmm. when we're talking about a healthcare (laughs) professional, when we're talking about someone who can restrict access to healthcare, shit like that then your character and your integrity does matter. And so if you pull up some shit where people were not necessarily having an opinion or poking fun at something, but when people were being vicious and hateful and saying, you know, all these types of people should die and, you know, things like that, then that's. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I can't even there, hear it. So. There, there go them old <laughs> tweets coming back to get you. Oh. <laughs> that's, right? that's the old tweets coming and this is exactly how they show oh, up in your mission. Okay, <laughs> how, this is a this is a uh, an ambush, right? And, and I hate y'all, <laughs> but anyway, um, it uh, cracks me up when people say they listen to the show and they be driving and they <laughs> think the cops, <laughs> <laughs> they think the cops are after them. That man, I would have a fucking the fucking point I'm making is that when it matters, it matters. Okay. And when it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. There's a time and a place where who you are and how you have been, if you have been hateful, you know, towards groups of people or whatever the fuck, then no, you don't need to be in a position of access and power and influence like that, if that's the type of person you are. But when it comes, you have the the option to patronize a service or not. You know what I'm saying? So this guy making a hamburger helper or whatever the fuck he made, like, you don't have to eat it. You know what I right. mean? You don't have to but as an it. assistant DA, if That's all your different... tweets were against black women, specifically dark skinned black women, it's kind of nerve wracking mm-hmm. to imagine how he treated them Bingo. in the courtrooms, you know, and how that may have influenced 
his power over their cases. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not too familiar with what an assistant DA does mm-hmm. in the courtroom. Like, how, you know, what exactly would be their reach? The fluffer. But they're just the fluffer, you're saying? <laughs> I just realized what. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know before you said it back out? <laughs> so when you said it aloud. That's how you know I'm tired. My brain was like the fluff. When, you, okay, when your mouth, <laughs> when you felt yourself forming the words, the letters, you then you realized what it was. That's crazy. That's cool. I mean, not cool. It's like my brain said it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be done, mm, but it, but all jokes aside, that's scary. Yes, and so very. I get what you mean about. I guess for you, you're saying what matters is what it, what's the reach of that mm-hmm. person's power and influence, and that's mm-hmm. what matters to you. Okay, mm-hmm. that's yeah. fair, Asante. As per usual, I'm really on the fence about this, guys. Same. <laughs> like, um, you know, Dustin made a really good point. I'm glad you said this. It should be case by case because this shows up in so many different ways. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's the more common ways where it's like, oh, okay, we see that they were racist back in the day because we can find these old tweets of where you said the N-word for certain people, right? And then it moves to young people talking about, you know, colorism and accusing you of being colorist and stuff. So like, many colorist it's tweets. Just, it's wild. Like, for me, it's hard because it's like, when I see these things happening, I don't really know what the drive or intention is behind it. Like, I understand that people do need to be held accountable, but is it because someone did something or are we just being messy or what? And like, when it's, and I understand like, you know, when it, of course, when we come to racism, obviously it's not uh, messy. And when it's colorism, it's not messy, but I feel like in the way things are delivered sometimes or the way that people come at you about something you said or from what I've seen, like the interactions, I feel like if you're going to hold someone accountable, if you're like attacking them, that's not accountability. So it's kind of hard for me to. Unless it's physical. Well, I mean, in certain cases, like look case by case. So, you know, like there are just certain situations where I feel like if it's going to be like a teachable moment. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Like always, but I know, you know, certain cases, it needs to be more than just a teachable moment, but I don't really know what that looks like, or I don't know if I've seen enough uh, examples of how it should appropriately be done to say, you right. know what, yeah, let's like, keep... How's, what's a teachable moment? How do you yeah, like, do that like, hey, on the internet? Like, hey, you know, found some old tweets. Uh, I hope moving forward you're like this. Like, I don't know what a teachable moment is, because to me that does sound ridiculous, but somebody might have used that somewhere and be like, you know what, I thank you for, you know, saying that you hope I do better in the future, because I am not this person anymore. Like, I don't know what the interactions are. I just hate mm-hmm. the interactions that I see. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just wish there were... Di- and I don't, I don't want to be in those positions to find out what how I would like to be treated or whatever because I saw them say light skin and I went back in mind I was like well what how do I feel about the light skin and I don't think I said anything (laughs) crazy but I mean I don't really care if I did just because I'm not really ever trying to do anything anyway and I know who I am at my core so I'm not like even when I posted that TikTok last week people were that were against it I literally was just like you're right like I just because you know they weren't wrong they're right they just wanted to they were triggered and it was messed up. And I was like, you know, you're right. Like, I'm not going to be like, you shouldn't be triggered. It was a joke. Like, I'm just like, you know what? You're right. Like, and so right. the, I, I knew in that moment to just say that. But I feel like an older version of me wouldn't have known what to do. Like, I would have panicked and tried to explain myself and over explained. And I, it would have been too much and for no reason. So I feel like I'm lost in the diaspora of what uh, people should do, whether because I don't feel like people should dox like that for tweets. But at the same time. 
there are extreme cases where we got to get people about the pain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. I do agree with Dustin it being a case by case. Um, I think what I guess similar to what you're saying, Asante, it's like the Internet, the way that I've seen it done is rarely like a, hey, you know, all this shit you said, like, let's unpack this <laughs> or let's workshop this. It's more so like this person's seen a level of success. Let me bring them down a peg. There's a pile on, you know, and it's always yeah. it always feels like full of envy a lot of times at least that's how i perceive it a lot of times it has to do with envy or people who were just kind of waiting in the wings for that moment that there was something about you you know and then it's like boom there's their opportunity to just like go ham because they've never liked you for whatever reason so that's how i always perceive it um i rarely see it like for instance there have been you know we've done this show for eight almost eight years People have taken me, I'll say, like, virtually aside, taken me aside <laughs> to be like, hey, like, I remember this one dude was super cool. Like, I guess uh, I had said transgendered, like, with the ED mm-hmm. at the end, because I didn't, you know, I just didn't know mm-hmm. that that was inappropriate. And he took me aside and was like, hey, by the way, you know, don't say it this way. This is the politically correct way. And I was appreciative and I haven't said it since, you know, yeah. and it, it was helpful so when we're taking a side and things like that, it, he wasn't trying to harm me because I don't think he felt me trying to harm anyone else. Right. It was just it was a mistake, exchange. a lack of yes. yeah, a lack of knowledge in that area. So I appreciated that exchange because it wasn't a let me turn this into an audio clip, post it on the internet, and show everyone that she's an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like harm reduction, the way that he came yes. at me, which allowed me to receive it. And that's why, you know, it didn't become like a panicky situation. Mm-hmm. I was just able to move forward from it. And I think that that is how I feel works best. But the way that I have seen it online, it's just like, attack <laughs> and like, i don't know how helpful that is to be honest. yeah and and to be fair which is why i feel like i'm on the fence as well mm-hmm. in that situation with the chef who's the assistant da that's a little bit scary and that's a little bit different in my opinion than someone just misusing a word or posting a tiktok that maybe in hindsight wasn't the best decision like this is someone who has pure power potentially over a specific uh, community. And that's very scary. So I can understand that being brought to light the way that it was, but you have to admit that the pylons were still because people saw him doing well. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's the part that for me becomes a little bit tricky. And I think the part that I'm still torn with too is he was in his like twenties already when he was saying this shit. You know, so a lot of people love to be like, oh, I was in a I was young and dumb. I mean, talking about dark skinned women in your mid 20s, like really, bro. Now, people were other people I've seen were like 13, <laughs> you know, different. like 12, 13, 14 years old and getting caught up, you know, saying stupid shit. Well, you got to remember when you're 13. Well, I, I won't say me because I definitely right. wasn't. But there were some people <laughs> that will do anything to fit in anything to fit in whatever their emotional issues might be at home whatever unmet needs they have 
they will act out to get those needs met. And that includes the crazy shit that they're probably saying on the internet. Because I think of my little cousins now that are 12, 13, all the little babies in my life. If I told them to share whatever they want to think they're thinking about on a twit on Twitter, who knows what would come out mm, <laughs> of a right. 12 year old boy? You know what I'm saying? So that's a little bit tricky, but mid twenties, thirties, you're talking like this. I don't know. I have a little less, you know, a little less empathy in those cases. There's a, honest. there's a scale here, right? There's varying degrees of offensiveness, various degrees of harmfulness that a person's words can have. So mm-hmm. like, just because a person had an opinion on something, people are entitled to change and to be given room to change or maybe not. Ultimately we're not the judge and the motherfucking jury. And that's what people have to understand. The point of canceling quote unquote people was never to sway public opinion one way or another or encourage people to feel how you feel. Canceling someone is an individual choice. If you don't agree with the person for whatever reason, and you decide you no longer want to support them financially, that's your business. It's right. not something you have to talk to other people about. It's right. not a hate train you have to start. Mm-hmm. You just simply don't have to put your dollars behind whatever that person. That you don't have to buy machine. whatever they're selling. Yep. Right. In whatever way that looks like. You don't have to buy their music, their merchandise, watch their right. show, whatever. People take it to a different level when they try to rally others around their opinion as opposed to rallying others around a cause. And those are two very different things. The way everybody unified together during the before the pandemic or whenever the fuck it was for the Black Lives Matter shit. And we was all out there in the streets around the world marching for the George Floyd situation. That's different from you not liking what somebody had to say about something and then trying to get everybody to get behind that and building up some sort of hate train, right? I don't fuck with Kanye West no more. I hate everything that he represents. I hate everything he has to say. And, you know, I'm not trying to corral everybody that let's get together and band together. That's not what I'm doing. The way that you think. That's not what it's about. I just choose not to buy his concert tickets, listen to his music, buy his music, buy his clothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing. So people just have to really get a grasp on reality. I think that people have found uh, a sweet spot. They, They love the way it feels to have other people agree with their opinion and their takes and their experience based point of view. Right. They love the feeling of others agreeing with them. And as I've said from the day one on this show, the comment section is the problem. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? People are now, so freely giving their opinions on stuff that it is becoming something that turns ugly and turns into doxing online, finding people's personal information and blasting it to everybody so that people can get at them some kind of way. All that shit is just whack. Save Mm -hmm. it for the motherfuckers that deserves it. Y'all ain't band together on George Zimmerman's fat back ass. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, Y'all ain't got his, got him yet. There's all these people who deserve I can't say that because that's probably illegal, but there's all these people who deserve <laughs> stuff <coughs> that are we not being addressed, but yet you want to jump on board or all these the other situations. I think people just have to, to zoom out, okay, and, and refocus their energy. That's it. And, and you know what I think? I think it's like they're mirrors of each other, mm-hmm. if you yeah. think about it. The person that is online saying crazy shit to get attention mm-hmm. and the person that is trying to rally everyone against them to get attention. It's Same. like these are two people that have 
an unmet need of attention. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, same person. Okay, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Does that make sense? It's like to Perfect. me, they're the same person. Twenty thousand percent. It's like you're fighting yourself. Y'all Friend. are both wild. <laughs> I didn't finish the season, but it's like that episode of Atlanta with the uh, with, he was in therapy and the white woman. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. like, those storylines, and then at the end, how everybody was like, really? Really? Like, the parallels. That's how I'm always looking. Like, I, I feel just like at the end of the episode when they're like, really? You did all that? Like, when I'm reading how, like, intelligent some of these people are when they bring up these old tweets, a lot of these threads, like, when people do these threads, I get caught up in them. I'm like, oh, well, let me get up in all these inform- this information. When it's like a good thread and it's like well rounded and providing all sorts of stuff, yeah. But when it's like, receipts on somebody that they've done something it's never there's never a point in those types of threads which is why i don't really continue those threads Mm -hmm. where they like bring it like full circle like you know i understand you know you were this at this point in time but like you know moving forward i just want to make sure like i just don't i never see the point where it's like okay so the point of me doing this is because you need to grow or we need to do better as a people it's like it just comes off as like the point of me doing this is Mm. i think you suck or you're terrible or you should be ashamed of yourself and now I'm going to punish you. And it's like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. why are you punishing? Like, it's like when you you hang out with like a casual friend, like someone you might not even really know that well. And they're like, I'm teaching you a lesson. It's like, you ain't teaching me shit. Like, like the fact that you just said that, like, whoa. Like I heard right. somebody say to somebody, it, like, like, uh, what's the girl? Stormy. Well, now nah, the old girl paid. That was her friend, but she paid. I was about to say like Stormy, giving this unsolicited advice. Like, that's what it feels like when people come at you or, or Certain individuals oh, about Coach older Stormy. You're talking about Coach, Coach Stormy. Stormy, yeah. Oh, I nine. thought you were talking about uh, Kylie's kid. I was like, what's Stormy do? And right, she just <laughs> started talking. <laughs> she just started talking. Uh, she a now. She a Jenadashian now. Who knows? But yeah, that's my my big problem with it. I just don't like that it's just catty. It, it never comes off like. Like, huh, you you did that. Like, I never feel that way after reading those threads. Right, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, that was Thank good. God for this yeah. expose. Yeah. <laughs> we it really needed this. Like, it, it almost feels like it's in that energy or that wheelhouse of when people... Because I, I still don't know why. And sometimes I used to be caught up in this wheelhouse, right? So that's why I say, like, you know, another type of parallel, maybe. But, like, when you're caught up in the energy of, like, maybe you're being attacked online, so you're going to attack each and every person back individually, right? Like... We don't, it's like, you know, not to do that. Or like, that's not even in some people, but then some people it's like, oh, I'm going to respond to each and every person. Like you're going to get it. And for some people it's nothing, but for some people it actually is like a huge power drain. And it's like, when you, someone like me who don't really want to do that, it's a bit of a drain to be like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. So I can only imagine these super intelligent people that are doing these threads, (laughs) like how much, it has to be some sort of siphon or maybe that's their warm up. I don't know. I just it's so confusing every time I see it. Yeah. And it's it's tricky, too, because, you know, it's very different. Someone getting busted for having a tweet that says, like, I hated I hate Mariah Carey. And then someone else having a tweet where they're like, I want to rape one of my followers. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I, that's where I'm like, eh, right. I don't I get very like, I don't really know how to navigate this because whether you were like I was 13 once <laughs> I too come from a troubled background I was going through hell in a and you know mm-hmm. households where I understand people are going through different shit and acted out in different ways but like how do you justify mm-hmm. someone saying that dark black skin women should die or that they want to rape this person it's like 
You can't. You can't justify those that. Those are the, the receipts. The line. Right. That yeah. I get kind of like, oof, now this is a different territory than, yeah. you know, a tweet of someone finding someone saying that somebody was ugly or, or you know, I don't know. I it agree 100%. Yeah. I think that that some things... It's great to have certain information organized or certain ideas specifically identified, right? But some things you just have to follow your feeling and follow your instinct, right? When you hear, hearing you even say those words just now, like, you know that that's it's not It's jarring. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And there is a huge difference between that and saying you don't like a certain artist's music. You know what right. I mean? Like, so I just think that's the line that we have. And that's how we can tell the difference that you... If there's no relevance, Joe Schmo, wherever the fuck and wherever the fuck, and they have these strong feelings, who cares, right? But if that Joe Schmo is running for sheriff's office or running to be, right. you know, or, or in the or going to be a cop in a city, then th- that's where those uh, those those uh, gray areas kind of become black and white for me. Right at that point, okay. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it depends on the impact of a person and their influence, like as to whether those character-related issues, right, are relevant enough for them to face some sort of accountability for having them. That's it I get you me. on that. Like, right. Yeah. And how does someone... How does someone apologize <laughs> for something like that? Because I think the, 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 the dude that was the chef, right, and the assistant DA, his tweets were horrific. Mm-hmm. Like just straight up horrific, and the, no and it was so it. it was so many of them too. Like people were pulling up shit from for like three years straight, and y'all remember because we were around during that era where yeah there was hashtags dark skin chicks dark skin this and it's like it was always such a pile on for the dark skin women, and it became like. I mean, it was a hashtag like the, and, and it really was a thing where people were like, I saw people discussing it the other day where they're like, you know, that was just the thing to do. For <laughs> that's who? just you know, right. And that's the thing that I was saying in my head. Like, what do you mean that was the thing to do? Because me and mine <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> Look, completely agree. But see, also. This is why I miss Twitter. Well, and this is like to some people, they're going to be like, oh, you one of those. But like before hashtags were introduced, everybody was kind of in their own like areas. Mm-hmm. Like people weren't like you, you mingled with people kind of through other people. But like I feel like now because of hashtags, any sort of randos from anywhere can kind of end up in any sort of circles. So it's like now it's vast and wide and people that thought that things were regular or normal or some people don't even care or think about any of that anyway are interacting and intermingling more often. And so it's scary sometimes when you see people acting a certain way online. That's why we've had many conversations on the show. Like I remember we talked about Kalani back in the day, tweeting about her mental health, like, you know, just a conversation about that sort of thing. So I feel like as people are finding themselves on the internet, some people never really thought of it as, well, I don't, I ain't look at it as I have to find my digital voice, but I feel like people were just kind of doing whatever. And some people thought that whatever was the name of the game and whatever turned into whatever other desensitized BS they were used to. And they just figured everybody was, and that's where people get it like messed up. Like everyone has boundaries and everyone's boundaries should always be respected. And I feel like that's something that, I kind of get lost in the sauce with this conversation too. Like what's the, like, yes, we have like our boundary on what shouldn't happen, but like, what's the boundary for the person that is doing this type of, you know, investigating, like in this situation where it's saying stuff 
three years straight or whatever, I feel like you should be able to take this to the law enforcement. There are certain things that I feel like you should not be able to say. Like, I know it's freedom of speech, but like, if you're like threatening somebody or community or whatever, like, go ahead and take this to law enforcement. Let's find them. Let's give them some community service, something, anything. But then it sucks because there are other things that might be heinous, maybe not as equally heinous to some people, but still very heinous. And, mm-hmm. But you couldn't go to court over. So it's like, what do you do? And I feel like maybe that's why some of these people do what they do. And it's still sad that that's the road that they have to take. But I just pray for everybody. I know that's so dumb I and know. a weird place and to it's, end. <laughs> and it's just a thing. I think like, you know, a lot of people were saying like, well, he has the right to say how he feels about dark skinned women. Like if they weren't his, if they're not his preference and that's how he felt, he has the right. And it always goes into that territory of freedom of speech. I can say what I want and you woke, quote unquote, woke people trying to censor and make everything politically correct. And you're making the world rigid and sterile where everyone has to think the same, you know, in order to be viewed as a good person. And so it goes into that conversation, you know, but it's like, well, that's I also a motherfucker saw... that can't read, right? Because if he said <laughs> that he thinks that a group of people should be murdered, right? Right. And or called them trash. And, and how many trash? young dark skinned girls I saw saying that they were in high school at that time reading those things, you know, that's they were a young. totally different sentiment yeah. or statement even yep. than saying, I don't prefer to date. Right. 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 So it's so those people who would even even offer that argument. It's 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 literal violence against this community as opposed to saying this is my preference, which is still, you know, touchy. But But it's different. There's there's a line that's been crossed here where this is now harmful and violent. Right. Literally, like you said, violent speech. So Mm -hmm. miss me with that. You're not reading. You're not even finishing this. You're just focusing on one section. We have to do a comprehensive analysis of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, go over everything. This is different than just saying that you have a preference. This is wishing harm on groups of people because you have a preference. That's a totally different thing. So, yeah. Sorry. And you got to think else. of who's reading it, too, because, like, one of the little babies in my life, one of my nine-year-olds, mm. he, we were talking, and he's, we're talking, I forget what we were, how did we even get there, but he mentioned Andrew Tate, and my heart dropped, because <laughs> this is a nine-year-old that and has nine. a cell phone, you know, so he has access, I know his mom has, like, you know, parental mm-hmm. filters, but kids are smart, you mm-hmm. know, they figure out things, and, and, and he was talking about Andrew Tate and my heart dropped because I thought, like, this is how someone can radicalize, yeah. you know, a young mind that is hasn't even fully formed their position in the world. You know, they're just curious and spongy mentally, you know. And so I was like, man, you know, there's a part of me that does understand that everyone like, I think I saw Mandy, I saw a clip she posted uh, on her IG where she was saying, like, she thinks the Andrew Tate of the world should have a right to speak because everyone should have a right to speak, you know? But it's like, but how, what's the line when it's causing harm where a nine-year-old could be radicalized to grow up mistreating women and hating women and thinking certain things about women because he sees this man who's successful, feeling this way about women and what is the harm that that causes in the classroom? What is the harm that that causes in whatever field those kids might decide to go in, whether they become doctors. And these are the people that when you go to the doctor, they they're in charge of your treatment, (laughs) 
but they also hate women, you know? So it's like, how does it, it spreads so deeply into society? And we see, I know we make fun of incels and all those forums where they talk about women and whatever, but it's like, these are our Uber drivers mm-hmm. <laughs> that could harm us. These are the Instacart people that mm-hmm. could drop off something in my house, you know, like, I don't know that that freedom of speech convo gets a little bit tricky for me. That's why I was saying, like, it's hard because if it's something that's been consistently going on and it's very violent speech, like, yeah, they, law enforcement should be able to do something. That's like, I don't care if it's just a fine. I don't care if it's some, like I said before, community service. I feel like there should be some sort of something like, like we have to put some, well, we don't, but I just feel like because people are never going to be responsible enough, like as a whole, that certain systems have to like naturally come into order. Like, us we're like the really like we're the first like internet age for real so it's like as we're growing up we're the ones using it and learning and teaching others what it's for like people get on twitter and be like twitter's just for this and then you see like 10 uses later it's actually for everything else and then some so it's like twitter was just words and then they got video and then audio and now we streaming on there so it's like hard because everyone's like has add and not everyone is taking not even everyone, anyone into consideration with anything that they're doing. Like in your twenties and thirties being on Twitter, you on there having fun. You're not thinking about like, Oh, what if the child reads this? Because you're not on TV. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's why I say like when the hashtags come into place, if you watch the TV show and you're cursing up through the, the hashtag and the child is in the hashtags. Now, like you said, friend, like they have been put on to something else or they could have been activated depending on what else is attached to the tweet or whatever. So yeah. it's just really hard as we continue to get this information and use it and learn about it. But it's also, and, and I think that's what this is, right? Like people, they find this information out about certain people. Some of it is very, like I said before, heinous. And I think it's just figuring out the ways to actually be able to use the information to have the appropriate actions taken as opposed to it coming off as just online attacks or jealousy or whatever it might become reduced to. So to you people out there that do those big threads and those attacks on people, that's literally <laughs> what it looks like. Well, no, because I yeah. feel like there's someone listening, but being, then they might actually be one of those and they're offended. But like, I, I don't get your point sometimes because I don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. And that's not that I right. need to or have to, but in a sense, because you're doing this publicly, I kind of feel like I am entitled to that. And if you don't feel like I'm entitled to that, you shouldn't be feeling like you're entitled to be attacking people online. But here we are. So that's why I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I guess as if you can share your position, your opinions, your stance without causing harm. Yeah. Right. I guess that's the bottom line, you know, like. And just learn how to mute people, I guess. It's called being a fucking adult. Okay. <laughs> and being mature. If you're an adolescent or a young person, yeah, yeah chances are you're going to say something problematic because you have to learn, you know what I mean, how the world works. You have to learn how to be responsible with your speech and not harmful. You have to learn all that. But you grown-ass motherfucking bastards, 26, 27 fucking years old, talking that kind of shit, this is what happens. Live a life of obscurity. You know what I mean? If you don't want want to be accountable for that stuff, don't put yourself out in front like that. Right, right. Simple. Don't go up for no job where the type of character you have matters if you know that you don't have good character. Right. And if you've caused harm, you know, because I think one person was saying like he was going through alcoholism Mm. and just having like a really hard time. And this, I guess, was his outlet to be 
this level of cruel. I don't boohoo, cry baby, right. suck your mama titty. But we my thing is, stuff. there was no. Um, I think my the issue that I had was like there was no conversation about it until his collar got yanked. Mm-hmm. You know, where if right. you really feel remorseful, you would have done something about it first. You know, before trying to pursue this oxtail career on TikTok. You know what I'm you saying? You would have pursued the it first. And they're not even deleted. And so I think that's the part that does get a little bit like, hmm, do you feel bad? Have you done the work? Have you? Because people change. Listen, people change. I will never be one of those people that thinks like, oh, once this, once that, always that. It's like, no, I have changed so much as a person. Mm -hmm. I have witnessed people around me who are terrorists emotionally become completely different people now. And so. (laughs) <laughs> completely different people now <laughs> you are so but you get like we have seen yes, people yes. transform in really right. really profound ways and so I do think that's the part that does become unfair when people are held to who they were at mm-hmm. 18 who they it's were at 13 it's just yeah. unrealistic you know and, and there should be some space for people to admit they're wrong, mm-hmm. correct it, you know, come forward. But I do think it it, it makes you kind of side eye it when they don't come forward, but only put out an apology once they've been yanked to do so. And you know what else? We all have our own personal meters, right? We all have our own things that are are, are hard full stops for us. Like for me, rape shit. Joking about I, right. sexual assault. Like, I can't imagine ever talking like that. Like, like racism. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. just racism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, those things are, and for me personally, you know what I'm saying? Homophobia. You know, I'm right. very sensitive to that. Right. Um, may be a little oversensitive to it, but that's mm-hmm. for me. And we all have our things, you know, that are full stops for us. But other than that, you know, I try to give people grace. You know, um, and it might be different for people. You how people yeah. were raised. If you're yeah. a white kid that your parents and your grandparents and your uncles were in the house saying the N word mm-hmm. and raised you to think that black people are a threat, are the enemy. I will and still that's all beat you. Ass. <laughs> no, but you know, yes. there has to be an element of grace where it's like this motherfucker, this all he knows. <laughs> is that, I, get, I understand. And there's <laughs> no, 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 listen, cases. there's some people though that for whatever reason, which is something I would love to break down too. Like, mm. how is it that some people can be raised in a racist household and still be like, no, I'm not fucking with y'all? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bring someone on, like, so talk to us about your racism. But, you know, and then there's other people that just like, but I guess that has to do with being such a compliant kid, mm-hmm. you know, that it's mm-hmm. like you don't even have a thought of your own, which show. we talked yep. about raising your kid to be, quote unquote, the good kid actually make, makes them become mad because they don't have thoughts of their own. Then they crash later on when they realize that the voice guiding them is not even their own. It's not their intuition. It's everything you want them to be. So I wonder if it has something to do with that. Yeah. Um, you know, just like how malleable some people's minds are. I don't know, because, you know, when I like you were saying, Dustin, like I wasn't tweeting about rape. I grew up in a colorist family, too, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. what Dominicans don't get us started. Y'all mm-hmm. already know how they get down. Mm-hmm. But there was never anything in me ever that made me look at a dark skinned girl and think 
ill of them. Mm-hmm. Like I just, regardless of what was being said around me, I just it just didn't come from me. So I wonder. Kind of fucked up person. Well, not that your family. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. For that's real, real I'm not though. Even no, like, no, no. That type of. That's the reality though. But that's all. Your family. No, it's fine because yeah. that aspect should be disrespected. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. But it makes you wonder what would make me feel that way, and then someone else in my age group mm-hmm. in my family feel opposite you know like Mm. what is it about the certain people's minds that make them more susceptible to their environments and and the concepts being shared in their environments like i'm so curious i don't know if there's an answer to that but what is it i struggle with this right because i do have a a a, an understanding of how you can give grace for certain stuff right i Mm. have family members and people who i know that are very conservative in their religious beliefs there right? we go. That's and another they are, they, they they exclude people from their personal lives who, um, you know, don't live the same way that they do. Mm-hmm. I know that these people are not, in theory, bad people. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they're not wishing harm on other people, but their behaviors may be understood as that by others. You know what I'm saying? Or interpreted as that by other people. And that's just the reality of it. So I do get it because you know what I'm saying? Like I get how, how there can be a difference. And I also get how everybody that may appear to be a piece of shit is not, you know what I'm saying? When it comes right. to things like this and views and viewpoints and stuff. And it is possible for, for there to be some range of perspective when it comes to that. For me, certain shit is just hard stops. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. And that's just what we all have. So I get, I definitely get what y'all are saying. Yeah. And I think that's the part that's hard for people to swallow. Like you're saying, like, there's the church that has influenced certain positions, you know, and schooling. Well, obviously, uh, education has an agenda and how we view the rest of the world and ourselves. You know, it's like there's so many agendas that we're battling on a regular basis as you grow through life and society. So it's like how do we show grace for the people mm-hmm. who have, you know, fallen into certain programming? Like it's just, and then there's people that, that don't and are able to be like, Oh, I'm a thing for myself. <laughs> or, you know, I may have grown in these spaces, but I don't feel the same way and, and feel strong enough to like be rebellious against those ideologies. So it's crazy. Know. I've always had a, and I know we got to wrap this up. Right. But I've mm-hmm. always had an independent spirit. When it came to, I Me can remember too. being right in, certain, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I can remember sitting in in rooms as a child and hearing adults talk about stuff or hearing like certain people have certain perspectives and opinions on stuff and thinking I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, like <laughs> even I as a kid, it's you know true. what I'm saying. I can remember my my little fundamental principles developing as a person. <laughs> you know so what I'm cute. saying. I can remember that shit, and so I just feel like certain people just got to stand up. You but don't you saying? but don't you wonder why that is like why know. as a kid were you able to have this value system so young that may have completely differed from your parents who raised mm-hmm. you whose voice is literally you in your head and that's when I was like oh well it's me and you god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, say, I don't know if you have any final words but I just want those of you listening to share your thoughts on that. Like, what is it that you think certain people's value systems are formed so much earlier Mm -hmm. than others where we could be a five and six year old 
You know, my mom said she, I used to bang on her when I was a kid if I heard her gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it got to a point where she would have to go in another room because she knew I was going to say something. <laughs> like, well, why did you say that to her face? Why didn't you say that when she was here? Why are you telling auntie this? You know, and she would be like, God, damn, get off my face. <laughs> she said my value Hilarious. system was developed in certain areas that she used to crack up. Like, who are you? Who raised you to? be this person you know so righteous at five and obviously right we're not me. perfect you know we we falter in in many ways yeah. but there's certain well. things that did, <laughs> that did <laughs> so i'm curious those of you listening like what do you think that is and certain people just don't have it where they could be 25 talking about rape on twitter you know it's like what right first of all you know what I'm saying? There's nothing in you vibrating that's like, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> or why do I think this? Let me question. Why am I doing this shit for attention? Because yeah. I catch myself sometimes, too, where I'll, like, not to post a tweet or anything, but sometimes I'll question my, my mm-hmm. mind. What's making me want to take this project? What's making me want to do this? Like, I mm-hmm. have those conversations with myself, and I wonder what makes other people <laughs> not. You know? Yes, that's is the point. Is this the way? <laughs> that's that's what that's this? what I ask myself. I'm like, is this the way? That's, okay. that's what I ask myself. Does before. this reflect me in the best way? Listen, there I have had some moments where I had had to ask myself that, mm-hmm. and honestly, I need to start doing well. I don't even tweet that much, honestly. I get on Twitter and I get sick and I log off. Because sometimes I'll, I'll read things. I'm like, is this the wave? And it's not, so I log off. And this is one of those cases, like, sometimes, like I said, you know, yeah. I get caught up in the quotes. And I'm like, all oh, right, well, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you say, mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> but... That's it. I just wanted to kind of get y'all's positions in that. You know, what, how Top. much grace. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. It was too easy. Verse, personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to know <laughs> where y'all stood, how much grace you have, you know, for certain. If there's a boundary for you, are there hard lines? I just wanted to kind of get... <laughs> Wanted to gauge mm-hmm. your position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's alright to do I, a little bending, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying. <laughs> I just mean like you know, <laughs> you know. And those I'm of you listening, <laughs> we love to hear your thoughts. Maybe you've been this youd online and uh-huh. have experienced this and 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 kind of had to learn from it because sometimes right. you know what sometimes you do have to suffer some ramifications to really see clearly like some people got to hit their head really hard <laughs> to learn certain lessons so mm-hmm. that's the way life goes I'm sometimes curious to hear people be wrong and it's not funny but it's funny when everybody Which side is wrong the song the right the side that's checking them e- either one because sometimes that too you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like, like even okay. So, never mind. No, that's it. That, I'll talk to you yeah. about that afterwards. Yeah, you that's sure? it. That's uh 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 uh. uh <laughs> still, uh-huh. still very serious. So that's I'm like. You know what? Let me be careful. No, but I Which tell is, you, sometimes you know the receipts are misunderstood, misconstrued. Look, look, the friend I had to ask context. myself, is this the way? <laughs> <laughs> An audit, if you will. Okay. <laughs> What's that quote? Does this need to be said by me? 
Does this need to be said at all? Gabrielle <laughs> Union. Okay. <laughs> Did you get the time? Child, baby. That's what they were going for. And that's it for this week's hot button. Please let us know your thoughts in the comments. And of course, we'll share them next week. Also, I want to shout out our Facebook family. Remember the uh, the Discord um, housing developments were sad because we never mentioned them. And then Facebook was like, y'all really never mentioned us. We've been around for damn near eight years since the first episode. And What's we don't talk to y'all. But you know what, Facebook, y'all don't be engaging with us. Y'all mm-hmm. will like the episodes on there, but I don't see no conversation. And I do I, I do that. know that there's a Facebook um friend zone group, group though that we're not even a part of. Which I is stay scary. Oh wow. Yeah, because you know I that's barely go on Facebook, so I don't either. And I think my shit's about to get shut down. I got a weird email, even though it might have been a scam. Who knows? Oh no! But yeah, see, that's they why were I like, always... they were like, you haven't logged in in like ten years. Yeah, like... see, that's why I log in every once in a while because I got to make sure the spam ain't posting <laughs> on my account. That's right, the, I that's probably need to log in. They're ready to yeah, shut friend, my shit down. You might down. be selling shea <laughs> butters for, for and inactivity. I know, right? <laughs> who knows what's happening? Casino, t- like who knows? Oh what's my happening? god, Farmville. Sorry, y'all. Farmville. 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 Forex. Right, Forex people selling shit on there. Oh shit! Yep. Remember when we first made them little cartoon pictures of ourselves? What was they called? When it'd be like Dustin is on his way to such and such, and it'd be like the little cartoon style picture. You can you can oh, design the, yourself the memojis. Yes, the memojis. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was uh-huh. like Snapchat days. Remember? Wow, wow, <laughs> it's been it's been which apparently years. Snapchat is still a thing, which I am always surprised to That's hear. That's where all the freaky shit be going on. I have been the freaky shit goes on everywhere, <laughs> especially on Twitter. Especially. Well, I told you that's how we knew they needed some help. Ooh. In a fast-paced world. Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So let's jump into this week's wellness segment. This week's wellness segment is super quick. I was thinking a lot about our attention being currency, right? Like Mm -hmm. the minute you wake up, everyone wants your attention, whether it's people in your actual life, whether it's business emails needing something to be sent in, a deadline, something that you had to create by next week, Monday, you know, our responsibilities for these shows and the Patreon. And it's like your attention is currency. Like the apps are constantly trying to figure out not only how to get your attention, but how to keep it and the different ways that they're fucking with the biology, (laughs) like the chemistry, I should say, of your brain to get you addicted, to keep you opening up the apps like I know people have tested themselves where you put your phone down and have like phantom notifications or you feel yourself wanting to grab it like you'll be like yo this is wild how I have like become so heavily integrated into the internet that it's like entirely too much of my day is taken up by my phone Mm -hmm. and I know we've had this conversation before so I have been 
actively trying to nurse my attention every day now i've i've decided this new year i didn't want to do no like huge resolutions to be honest because like we talked about on that first episode the world is wild wild west Mm -hmm. (laughs) you make your plans god laughs at them so Mm. i'm just taking it day by day now but i did want to make it a point to nurse my energy more because it's just like whoa man i felt like by the end of the year i mentioned how burnt out I was Mm -hmm. I didn't even have the opportunity to really enjoy my break so the ways that I've been nursing my energy and I kind of wanted to suggest it just in case people have been figuring trying to figure out ways to like get back into their body into their own energy field you know it's like even something as simple as for like five minutes out of your day just put your phone away don't listen to music because I know that's hard Asante's already looking away. Oh, no. Well, uh, look, I'm like, oh, just five minutes? Like, I was I mean, to... to start with, because for some people, oh, no, that's hard. Put... Yeah, yeah, um, true. Some people. I'm not. Exactly. For some people, that's <laughs> hard as hell. Put your phone down. Do not listen to music. Do not have the TV on. Don't that's... run to your blunt. Don't run to your... Okay, well, wait a minute now. Hold on. No, no. You can't <laughs> lean on anything that allows you to distract itself from your actual mind just you and your mind five minutes just five minutes i can do that if you want me to meditate just tell me to meditate (laughs) but that's the thing if that becomes a meditation because you close your eyes and start kind of looking at what you're thinking about and observing what thoughts kick up whatever that looks like beautiful someone else might not be into that they need to just sit quiet but even just giving myself five to 10 minutes, however you need to configure that, try it. Just give yourself a moment every single day this year where you do absolutely nothing. Do not distract yourself with a snack. (laughs) Do not do your nails. Do not pick at the carpet. Just sit, just sit, stand, whatever you need to do, but figure out how long you can go without allowing your attention to be taken from you. And I think it has helped my, I've started that the first day of the year. So what, today's the 23rd, 24th, I'm 24 days in. And I promise you, I feel so much better that I'm like, why wasn't I always doing this? Especially me that y'all know I'm always like, let me meditate. Like, but (laughs) (laughs) but it would just be kind of like, you know, whenever I felt called to, it wasn't like a regimented thing. And I like this because I'm not putting a label on it. I'm not telling people to meditate. I'm not Mm -hmm. telling people to go pray. I'm just saying just sit with yourself and let that be what it is. And something as simple as five minutes a day. And then it made me want to continue it. Like I built on that. So y'all remember Cecily, our friend Cecily. Mm -hmm. Hey, Cecily. Hey, Cecily and I have become accountability partners because I was telling her about my desire to do this this year. So now we are stretch partners and every day we send each other a video mm-hmm. or a breakdown of what we did for our bodies. I won't even say stretch. I'll say movement, mm-hmm. some kind of movement where you are away <laughs> from the apps and the Internet. Well, maybe not technically because we do YouTube videos. So technically that's an app. See, but- so I can have mine. 
(laughs) (laughs) But we'll do like a 15, 20, 30, 40, whatever minute daily stretch. But it's a 365 movement, like 365 days of movement, whether Mm. that's going for a walk, whether that's stretching, you know, intuitively kind of doing whatever your body's asking, going on YouTube and getting a yoga video or a fit video or jumping jacks for five minutes, whatever that looks like. It's like not letting a day go by where you're not moving your body. And (laughs) street fight as part of the movement. (laughs) 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 And then then once we started doing that, it just felt so good. Like I've been doing it every day. That on top of the silence for five, ten minutes or whatever the day asks for. Some days you feel like you can do it longer. Some Mm -hmm. days you really don't have it and five is all you got to give. Mm -hmm. And I've also been reading every single day, y'all. I have read every single day. And I think that that's what it starts doing. It starts freeing up your... It starts... It's almost like your mind starts desiring more of that time with yourself. And yeah. I think that's what we don't give ourselves enough of, even being distracted with other people, especially if we share a home with someone. It's like, how much of your attention do you give yourself on a daily basis? For real, for real. Like when you really sit and think about it. And so I just want to put that into your awareness, those of you listening, because it's something that the world just wants so much of our attention. And it's like, I was so burnt out when I realized, like, it's because I hadn't really had time to myself like that, you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm making that more of a priority. And it's really changed how much of my time I want to give to things now, you know? And I'm actually going to have a conversation about this with Tiffany, the budgetista. If you're on Patreon, right, we're going to have a convo next week on the woo. We love love you you so much, Tiffany, because she was having a similar feeling of like wanting to give so much less of her attention, especially after the passing of her husband, just kind of reconfigured how she viewed the world like how much of my attention should I be giving certain things and why, and why am I not at the top of that list? So just something to think about. And the, the reading everyday thing, sometimes it's a page. (laughs) Sometimes it's 45 pages. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just a chapter. Sometimes it's a couple of sentences, but I do not let a day go by where I don't sit my ass down and read because my brain is so consumed with this short form content now, these quick edits. I don't know if y'all notice even the way people's voiceovers are so fast now. Do y'all yeah. realize that? Yeah. They'll be blasting through the recipe. I don't even know what the fuck they said. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a house tour and they'll just be blasting through the rooms. And I'm like, why is everything so fast now? Hey, what's up, everybody? I went on vacation. And don't forget to check into the hotel and I'll see you next time. Seriously, though. All jokes aside, why is that a thing? Like, why are those vlogs so fast? It makes my brain feel like they're trying to make our ADHD symptoms (laughs) even worse. And so being able to take out those five minutes, being able to stretch for 10, 15 and being able to read is a way to combat the way that everything in our lives is being so sped up to slowly read a chapter, to slowly stretch your body, to sit in silence. It's like your response to the pace 
that social media is creating for us that does not mm. feel good. It's the one thing yeah. we can all admit does not feel good. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if we're doing it, if we're contributing, if we're a part of it, making money, this is our life, but all of us are depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of us are stressed and tired and anxious, and we have to start looking at why. So wore out. Wore out. <laughs> Spent energetically. Spent. So let's look at why. And these are the little ways that mm-hmm. I have been combating it. And I can tell you, y'all, I feel so much better just just my energy in December compared to now with those little tweaks, world of difference. So something to consider. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. I love that. A pause I'm into for the it. Cause. A pause for the cause. That should be this week's uh, episode title. Let's do it. In a fast paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. And now let's move on to Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week, Asante? It's the music segment. <laughs> and I only have a couple of things to say. Firstly, I want to give a shout out to the artist uh Iniko Aniko. This artist uh She's pronouns, music I believe now? Pronouns I believe are they them. I'm oh, not entirely I thought it was sure, but Kevin Hart's wife. Oh, <laughs> You said a Nico. That's why I thought that. The spelling of the artist's name is I-N-I-K-O. I've discussed this artist previously. They have yeah. a song called The like, King's... I'm familiar. Yeah, they have a song called The King's Affirmation. Uh, actually, we're all familiar because uh, when Taraji came out in the BET Awards a couple years ago, it was to this artist's song. And I said on the show how I was upset because I thought <gasps> yes. the artist wasn't credited. But I come to find out Taraji was actually highlighting the fact that this artist hadn't been credited in a previous remake of the TikTok of their song. So shout out to Taraji for holding it down. Shout out to Ida Cooper. Now I know who you're talking still. about. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So uh, they have an official video for The King's Affirmation. So there's still music coming. Go check out, check out Iniko. And if I'm saying it wrong, go on ahead and correct me. I'm country. I will say tomato <laughs> and tomato every time. <laughs> and if there is a tomato then that's not my problem. So excuse me. But again, the artist's name is spelled I-N-I-K-O. The song is The King's Affirmation. I'm sure that you all heard it. It was an earlier TikTok hit, maybe last year, oh the year God, before. It was relentless. Literally that. Woo! Literally that. So yes, support. He said, <laughs> TikTok dance those where, where it's like when they reach for and then reach to the side. That's what I thought she was doing at first. I was like, what? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, everybody loved it. it. I mean, it was it. So now we got a video for it. Go run up the video. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's more than just a TikTok hit now. Um, now. That's fire. Congratulations. Yes. yes. 
speaking of fire and congratulations, I would like to say shout out to the the everything, the ethereal, the most healing and visually stunning and sonically pleasing artist that I've been fucking with for a minute. Um, Callie Uchis came out with a video Callie. and a song. I wish you roses. <laughs> she looks fucking amazing. She sounds great as always. Go look at her. Go listen to her. Get into the music. Get into the visual. She's everything. It's everything. Um, yeah. And oh, she also did some performances over the past couple weeks. So there's just some visuals from her if you just like, if you love looking at her. I saw her do something on Amazon Prime or something. So I just love me some Cali. Child, I just love me some Cali, which is child. So um, outside of that, I think the last thing that I wanted to talk about was oh, 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 oh. Um, we talked about this artist as well. I'm probably actually going to play one of the songs in a moment, but I wanted to make sure that everybody out there that is listening, because we always talk about this artist knew that this artist gave us a couple more tracks. Okay. So Coco Jones, when she dropped what I didn't tell you originally, yes, give it <laughs> up for know Coco I love Jones. Coco Jones. Okay, Chuck, okay. Love me some Coco Jones. I love Coco Jones. I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. Well, continue to be obsessed. When she originally dropped What I Didn't Tell You, it was only seven tracks. Um, the deluxe What I Didn't Tell You, it has 11 tracks on. Um, I believe we talked about one of these songs previously because there's the track with Babyface um, and Coco Jones and Babyface is called Simple. I, believe, I think Did we talk about that on here? Or did I make that up? I don't remember the Have you seen that video? Face. Oh, no. Okay, so this is something that happened in my head then. Child Coco Jones look good uh, and with some baby face. I mean, it ain't like, hard for her. She already looked good, right? And then okay. baby face on the track, they they both sound amazing because I like. Well, first and foremost, I have no issues with baby face, but y'all know I take issue with this LMA track that baby face was on. I keeps on falling in love, but I'm gonna leave What's that your alone. Issue? It's I keeps on falling in love is just a very I don't know, just not <laughs> it. For me, I don't know. It just didn't work. I don't think um, I heard it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> because you have heard it. It just wasn't memorable because it was oh. at a lot. We watched it at one of our That's why I'm crying. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Coco Jones. I just think that it is amazing <laughs> because Coco Jones just dropped this deluxe last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing that Coco Jones. Oh, Shane, move off the bleachers. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I video. think it's. <laughs> you know, she did not move. How you do a whole video from the bleachers at a game singing a song? <laughs> I, I tripping. I. LMA. <laughs> Go ahead, Asante. LMA. Oh, um, <laughs> so I just love the fact that Coco Jones. You know, there was a resurgence, right? Like for, for me, look way before Jaguar, right? My YouTube algorithm kept showing me Coco Jones before I knew who she was or what she did because she was a former Disney star coming out telling the people about how Disney wasn't, you know, giving her the respect she was due. But now she is back for respect, and it is more certainly, it is most certainly overdue. Uh, last year, she hit the scene. We were seeing more of her. She was on Fresh Prince, or excuse me, Bel Air, the remake of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which you two enjoyed. And then we went on to see her do more musical uh, musical endeavors. We saw her on Terrell's show, and then we saw more of her original music. We saw her performing on live shows, and now she's back at the top of the year, well, well into the top of the year rather, with a deluxe version. So she's continuing to want to be heard and seen. So check out Coco Jones. Do not play with her. Don't play with it. 
Just listen to it, okay? Coco Jones, <laughs> What I Didn't it. Tell You, There's a Deluxe. Get you the new tracks. Learn them. Request her. Do what you got to do. That's it for this portion of this segment. Now I want to know what songs you all have been listening to because hmm. there's been some cute music out. And um, I can't wait to see what cute music y'all been listening to, whether it's new or some y'all be revisiting. Because I know y'all always stay with a, a classic bop or two as well. So, Fran, I would love to start with you. I, just, I would love to know... If you, what you keeps on listening to over there. <laughs> See, like, at what point it. do you say keeps on? Like, <laughs> I keeps on falling in love. And then you that have baby face. baby face. I don't know. I feel like Does that it was feel baby face? I was it thinking does. it might have been British or something. I was like, you have baby no. face up here. Keeps on. Keeps keeps on. Don't they give you, like, when the older people are still trying to hang? They're like, yeah. I keeps on, you know? All right. Mm-hmm. Now you're making me rethink how I'm shooting LMA about the situation. <laughs> look, look, fair. Fair. Okay. It's look. like a way. It's like he sounds hip. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can hear him saying it in the studio. Not a cat daddy. <laughs> wow. You look, got me. Look That's what, what, what he, it is. What he say to Carisha? Real. We bad. gonna put an S on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have been playing. I don't know if I played this already, but Destin Conrad, who I'm a fan of, um, has a song called On 10. Did I play this? I don't know. You said I did? Last year, but yes. I think that was the one you put us on to with the... But it's okay. okay. So then like, I take I it say, back. No, 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 because no, 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 we no, got to different people stuff. People forgot. We yeah. got a whole new audience. <laughs> look, well, I don't really, rem- I don't I only remembered. Oh, look, I never remember, but that one was actually like a hot one. So I was like, oh, that's the one with, uh, because Keanu Lede on there too. So that's what I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, and like, normally, you know what, Frank, you're else? right. Maybe I should put the blunt down every now and then, because the fact that I could remember that from last year was crazy. I don't even be remembering yesterday, let alone tomorrow. Look at that little that little glimpse <laughs> of our old brain. Um, what else can I play then? Play the Dustin uh, the Conrad song. You know what, Dustin, you go and I'll find okay. something else. I got yeah. you. Look, coming right up. Um, this <laughs> week I've been banging this song over and over again. This is Xavier Omar and Sango. Yeah. It's called oh. Say. I held my feelings back from you Didn't want to be bad for you I've got all of these facts for you But it's better left than said The fact I'm even asking you Only shows me that's the truth You don't know who you acting new Say less and less to say But sometimes Do you hear what I say if I ever say it? Say it. I just want to say what I want to say. Yeah, Xavier Omar and Sango say it. That Hell whole yeah. project, I just started. I just had to run that back. Yeah, I think I that's the theme that we're running it back this week, right? <laughs> is that songs it is? That, yeah, you know, songs that you had. You haven't listened to in a while, whatever. You know, we Xavier Omar is a friend of the show. We love Xavier yes, he Omar's is. We love movement. you. Shout out to the family, Xavier Omar. Next song I want to play is by Nardo Wick featuring Lotto mm. and Lakia. It's called Baby What You Doing, the remix. And I just I like Nardo it. Wick. Baby, what you doing? 
I'm kissing you. I know you say you like it when I get to rubbing you. Come on, baby girl, and let me rub on you. Baby, what you doing? Baby, what you doing? Baby, what you doing? Come on, I've been missing you. Baby, what you doing? Baby, what you doing? Baby, what you doing? Come on, I've been missing you. When I put it in your stomach, you be screaming, trying to take it. You grip the covers tight while you make the ugly faces. Yeah, the outfit cute, but you look better when you make it. Everybody say my name, but it sound better when you say it. Let my face be your chair, come and sit right here. All that juice dripping, I got some in my ear. While I'm in it, look you in the eyes, you know I like to stare. Anyway, that's a good song. Next song I want to play is called Yo Friends by Lil Maru. play Armani White and Denzel Curry. Um, They Mm. have a new track called Goaded that is so fire. Shout out to Denzel, friend of the family. So this is how the record goes. Shout out to Armani too. Let's do a three, two, one. so funny and just really cool to watch so that's my song that's my only song for the week great pick great selection I love that. Thank your original you, thank selection you. was still great too because we ain't heard it this year so you could have <laughs> still played it I just want you to know that I just um, wanted to not be old <laughs> by forgetting that I played that record already chill. Ain't, it, ain't, <laughs> it don't make you old um, speaking of old I'm gonna start playing uh, Party Next Door dropped a track called Her Old Friends I uh, I heard it. <laughs> child, I just love me some party next door, child. I'm sorry. Like, look, is is this the way? For me, party next door is always the way. I'm sorry. Ooh, that's what I said when I heard it. And my nigga, you right. Fuck all my bitches, old friends. Y'all 
say that girl fuck anybody. She out catching everybody. Don't not lean on anybody. Don't not be seen with anybody. It's gonna be so hard to clean back that body with a water. fucking blame what's my fucking name yeah I was in my I just love Party Next Door. Just great production. Takes very, very like amazing instincts on the track, you know, unmatched ad libs. He's just chef's kiss, you know? Uh that type of artist. Uh speaking of that type of artist, I'm only gonna play one other artist. And I'm actually struggling with which which song I should play. Uh, Ice Spice. <clears throat> oh my God! Why do I love Ice Spice Wh- now? Why? I mean, well, now you ain't love her. Well, no, no, no. Oh, I no, have sorry. I have been a fan since she came out, but something about her has just grown. Like, is she's so cute to me now? <laughs> she has definitely grown up into America's sweetheart. Like, right? I think it's her personality online too. Like, she just don't really let a locket under her skin, and I kind of like how she's working. You know. It it reminds me of Lil like, Nas X yes. in the sense that like these younger uh, creatives know how to work the internet in a really cool mm-hmm. way. Like yep. where she'll bang on people, but it's not like violent or cruel or yep. weird. It's like, it's just funny. And oh, her yes. and Lil Nas X have that thing to me that makes them so endearing. Like it's just cute. I, I'm a fan. I'm a bigger fan. I should say. Well, the project that she's dropped is titled like, um, <laughs> And the cover is so cute. The cover is so cute. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> I, I do too. It, it's just funny that you mentioned it. Um, I don't know which song to play. This is so hard. Like I, I really enjoyed it all. Like I was like, Princess okay. Diana. Or I mean, that's a, that's Diana. Like, that's the easy one in to her go mood. To. In, in her, her mood. mood. <laughs> in her mood. In oh. her mood. Acting a smoochie. All of, the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Because acting a smoochie is what I wanted to play. But then I want to play Princess Diana. Uh, this is so... And, and Gangsta Bugo, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in her mood is the best. I mean, but I don't know. You do what you want. I like in her mood. I think that's my favorite. Probably. Okay. All right. All right. Since everyone has voted it, uh, to make it unanimous and in honor of Beyonce and how I always bring it back to I'm That Girl in the starter track, this song, In Her Mood from Ice Spice, is where she starts on the project like and that's what we're going to bring you right here right now in the friend zone this is in her mood stop playing with them right like damn she in her mood 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 she lit get money too like damn she in her mood in the mirror, I'm doing my dance. Ain't packing out nobody's pants. He a rapper, but don't got a chance. Sucking my waist, so I'm loving my bands. Like a million views in a day. There's so many ways to get paid. I tried dipping, he begged me to stay. Bae, I'm not staying, I just wanna play. In the party, he just wanna rump. Big boobs in the bus, they plump. She a baddie, she knows she a 10. She a baddie with her baddie friend. They like, I tell you, always stay hot. Oh, they mad cause I keep making bops. Oh, she mad cause I'm taking her spot. If I was bitches, I'd hate me a lot. Like, damn, she in her mood. Like, damn, she in her mood. Like, damn, she in her mood. Fresh heat from a fresh artist. <laughs> she uh, a baddie with her baddie friend. <laughs> that production started to go crazy. So, you know, you can only imagine how it sounds bumping in some headphones or in the crib or at the club. 
Get your life wherever you live it. And that does it here for the Music Man segment. Now, I would like to pass the baton to my brother, Dustin Ross. <laughs> Dustin, please tell us what have we been missing out on? <laughs> Breaking news. I decided to do it live this week. Uh, television related. I want to let everybody know that according to the Jasmine brand, Amy Robot, we all know the concubine of TJ Holmes, who was in the, 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 the relationship together, right? They started all that shit down to the show on Good Morning America, right? Amy Robach, according to the Jasmine brand, she claimed, shout out to the Jasmine brand, but according to the Jasmine brand, Amy Robach claims she was blindsided by the magnitude of TJ Holmes's past office affairs, right? Because we know it came out that all these people had come forward from Good Morning America saying that, you know, well, shit, I'm fucking him too. That's our man. That's what that's what everybody said. Community peen, as they were saying on Twitter. Yeah. And she <laughs> reportedly feels like collateral damage, quote unquote, in their GMA scandal. A source told the U.S. Sun that she had no idea the scope of TJ's alleged past office romances. She certainly did not foresee that their relationship was going to cause major upheaval outside of her own marriage. And she did not expect this to blow up in a scandal. Uh-oh. She's like, separating herself so you know already? The, yes, baby. Like, damn, she and her mood. Like, damn, she and her mood. That's it. And we saw no, this coming. I don't even know why. Like, the writing was on the Ooh, wall. As soon as ugly. I seen it. Well, when I mean, he went to grab her ass and I saw his hand slide down like this, and it wasn't that he went to grab and it slid, I was like, mm-hmm. what a slippery slope. You're on. <laughs> Because I knew that these type of antics, behavior, and shenanigans were around, coming around the bend. And oh, here we are. Shoot. She's turning it into the white woman show. And I can't wait to watch it. Now, this listen. Whoa. They had me fooled because they were, like, outside walking through the streets. Like, they didn't give two shits. I'm like, okay, they live well, in. Well, you know what happens. When people know that you're willing to break the rules of love and they sit, see you in an affair like that, they feel comfortable hitting on you, too. So, you know, hell, the, the, the doors of the church was open at that point. He probably was getting <laughs> pings and dings and, you know, from hit from every which way and looked at her and said, wait a minute, uh, morning show. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't. I don't know if I want to do this no more. And now the crack in the foundation has been set. So here we go. Mm. I think that we're just getting started to, with the somersaults of this story. Oh, this and I can't wait to, to watch so it flip ugly. all around. It's related to TV, Child. and I know that we're nosy, and I wanted to share with y'all. That's <laughs> Thank it. Thank you for sharing. Um, so that's an update on that. Now, in other fucking news, the Oscar nominations were this morning. Yes. I knew Ooh. that we didn't have too much to hold on to, but I do want to highlight three nominations, right? Yeah. First up, Brian Tyree Henry, actor. Brian Tyree Henry is nominated for Best Supporting Actor. We're very excited. The movie is called, it starts with a C, Causeway, I believe is the name of the movie. Oh, I need to look that up. And I'm going to give you the exact, because see, I don't play that shit. Now, I'm going to know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Credit is due. one second. Let me give Brian Tyree Henry his uh, props, because we're looking up to see the category for Best Supporting Actor. In this, here we go right here. This year's Oscars, which are the 95th, by the way. Uh, actor in a supporting Damn. role, Brian Tyree Henry is nominated for the film Causeway. So look it up. Go see it. Support the movie. You know, I definitely will. He's a good actor. That's yeah. right. He's nominated for Causeway. Also in the best original song category, Rihanna is nominated for her song <gasps> Lift Me Up. Lift from- me up. 
Yeah, which means our girl TMZ is exciting. I hope they win. I'm gonna start calling her Butter because she's on the roll. That Tim's is something special, right? Also, want to give a shout That's out to exciting. Angela Bassett. Hell yes. Okay. Mm. Nominated for. I think she's uh, the first Marvel. Role. She is the first Marvel character ever to, mar- person from the Marvel universe, I should say, yeah. to ever be nominated for an Academy Award. And it's yes. only right that and it a shows. queen would usher it on in, right? Yes. So, although we <laughs> know that really Angela has deserved for so long to be recognized in this way by being honored with an Academy Award, um, here she is again. She got it for supporting actress for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. We know she deserves a, a lead, a lead actress Academy Award for many of the other um, brilliant roles and, and portrayals that she's given us in her career. But we're happy that she's getting this recognition, and we want her to bring the award home because she really deserves. She's it. never so, had an Angel Bassett's never had an Oscar. Nope. She was nominated for That's What's Love, got to do with it, and she lost. And she really deserved it for that film. Back in 93, was that? That movie came out? Long time know. ago. But wow, it's been that's, that long. I mean, so we really uh, want her to bring this home. Y'all. Hell surprised. yeah. 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 That's justice for the, the, the nerd fandom, too, because like Tatiana said on the wind down, we never got Angela Bass to play Storm, so her even winning as, a Marvel, as one of the Marvel Universe people is like a triple big deal for that's fire. Yes, it yeah, is. So. Yes, fire. it is. So I wanted to give shouts out to those um, nominations. We want them to all bring that gold home. It would be lovely yes. in the press room photos for us to see a picture of Brian Tyree Henry, Rihanna, Tims, and Angela oh, Bassett. Oh, that would be so trophies. good. It means a lot to us. So, you yes. know, Academy, get your shit together. Um, <laughs> in television news, watch Love and Marriage D.C., on the OWN network. It has just okay. for a second season. Okay. Um, Monique Samuels and her husband, Chris Samuels, have departed the show. But we now have Joy oh. and Clifton from Ready to Love, who were a very po- popular couple on that show. They are now on the Love and Marriage DC franchise. They're actually, oh. They actually have connections to the cast. There's lots of new friends in the mix. Winter, who That's raised dope. all of the hell last season, is now full-time cast member. We're happy to see her back. Um Carlos King told me some shit about the show. It's going to be good. Okay. <laughs> so I suggest everybody watches Love and Marriage. I'll watch since it's still so early on, yeah. too. I yeah. have to catch up. Eight and seasons. you also <laughs> don't have to watch the first season in order for what we're watching. Well, yes, you do because of the winter stuff. Watch last okay. season, too, so that you okay. can have a full understanding of the winter story. This weekend. Yeah. Then we'll come into it. Last thing I want to talk about Baddies West. Okay. Not me watching Baddies West. You got a friend. You oh, it, it is required viewing for me? you. <laughs> also, shout out to Zeus because this. So this is the third season of their Baddies franchise, right? Um, the first season baddies. was in Atlanta. The that baddies, name is killing me. Okay. <laughs> um, and the second season they went to. So for those who are unfamiliar with the show, it comes on the Zeus um, network on the Zeus streaming app, which is black owned. So you, even if you agree with the content or not, go on and give them the little five dollars a month, whatever it is. Right. Support this brother. <laughs> Second of all, it's a boxing show. It's a boxing show. OK, <laughs> we don't call it that. Right. Because it is in a box wrapped up with a bow because it's a gift. If you enjoy this type of television. Right. So it's Good an un- unboxing show. Good actually. Okay. Um, what I So this show originated um, as a resurgence of the Bad Girls Club brand unofficially. We know that Bad Girls Club have been off the air for many, many years. So long that most of the cat, most of the previous cast members had 
outlived that um, no compete clause in their contracts and were now able to perform again in the reality television space. And plus, so I true anyway. <laughs> so Natalie Nunn, one of the bad girls from the season four, who is a, a, fi- a figure that you associate with the Bad Girls Club franchise, she linked up with the Zeus Network, started producing their own version of a collective of bad girls in one space, sharing a space and us following that story with cameras, right? We got baddie season one. Season two came back. It, it was renewed for season two. They toured in the South. It was renewed for season three. Mind you, they got over 52 million streams with season two. Shoot, right? huge. What? Are you serious? Yes. So they were renewed for season three. There's been an elevation, <laughs> right? They have better cameras. I am too. 52 million eyes want to see this. Bitch, 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 bitch. They want to see all that. Done. Yes. God yes. forgive us. They want to see. see. Oh, God forgive us. <laughs> God so, forgive us. You can consider that siren as a warning if you want to. But I say, listen, we need to live on the edge, okay? <laughs> Get on the highway to hell and watch Zeus because no it's really good. Way. Season three has an elevated cast, has elevation. better camera work. Elevation. It, it, it has better camera work. The story okay. is actually better sequenced it makes a little bit more sense and we're only one episode in i can tell <laughs> where they have made an improvement yes okay? same and i'm not speaking <laughs> when i say made an improvement i'm not speaking to the ethical um no <laughs> or unethical nature of the show the, the, the moral nature or of the immoral content. nature of the content <laughs> right. i'm just talking about the presentation of it right there's been an the upgrade production and value it. the production yes. value has been heightened also, okay. there are people on this cast who we're familiar with for their antics, which qualify them as a bad girl, but we've never seen them in the bad girl space where they can fully exist um, as bad girls. I'm talking about Tommy Lee. We all know Tommy Lee was on Love and oh Hip Hop Atlanta, God. fashion plate, always got a look. We knew that she had been in and out of jail. She said on Betty's West that this is her third year being free. She has not been out of jail this long ever before in her life. Oh, wow. And she said she had been in jail every year of her life up until the, like that three year. Where she, she, was from, she was 14 up until what? three years ago. So from age 14 wow. to 2020. Um, wow, you know, that's tough. And in the first episode, she fights. I'm not gonna go into all the details because y'all can watch it on your own, and it's honestly not worth like no deep analysis. We talking about Zeus, but so she's a cast it. member, like she's, she's a, she just is. hanging yep. with the other Her, girl. Natalie, but how does that work? Because she's, she's so much a cast member, like known. You know, yep. you. Well, I think that her, what we know of her, right, is uh, a, is in alignment with the new baddies brand. And so it does kind of make sense for us to be on this cast, but you do notice a difference in, you know, station in life between her and some of the other cast members. However, they all doing the same shit, especially in the first episode. So it all makes sense. Watch it. Mm -hmm. Can I add on to the elevation conversation? Right. Yeah. So, Fran, this is like, you know, three seasons of Jocelyn's Cabaret. She started off in Atlanta. I mean, she started off in Miami. Then season two, she has a house in Atlanta. Then season three, she's got her venue and stuff in in the house in Vegas and opens up with a music video. Baddies, same scenario. Like, first season, it's the cast trying to work it out just in the house. Second season, they're going on the road. Season three, we're back on the road with, I guess, some more surprises. So, 
And then a lot more of the girls that we want to see. So that's why you don't have to go back and watch any of the other stuff, but you definitely need to watch because you'll appreciate some of this elevation that you get for this third season. It, it won't be as hard of a watch as some of the earlier seasons or older programming on the app might uh You'll uh, notice yeah. it. Yes, you will, but you'll notice you it. Too I don't know about appreciate. You'll notice it. I appreciate okay. it. <laughs> uh, and Krishan is on this season. I don't watch that show no more. Tommy? She is. She's on this season oh, yes. as well. Yes, she is. Do on they this have show. any friction, the two of them? They haven't interacted yet. Um, oh, God, that on worries me. One, they didn't interact. Well, you would, I don't even know them, and I'm like, God, cover these two. I do know that at some point during filming, they were friendly because there was a video that surfaced of them like chumming up on camera while they were filming and shit and like showing like, this is my girl. Da, da, da. And people okay. responded like the tweet that, that made me notice it quoted that video and it said, these the last two motherfuckers on <laughs> earth need to be friends. <laughs> That's <laughs> And so when I see that, I was like, oh. I'd rather friends I was about than to say, enemies. honestly, thank God. That's okay. how you know God is real. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, Christ. I will also say this. This is sad, There's y'all. a new girl on this show named Stunner Girl oh, that I okay, wasn't yes. familiar with beforehand. At all. And without will, giving anything away the- to the show, right, what I will say is this. I understand the logic that she approached this first episode with. <laughs> and I ain't seen nobody do that in a minute because most people that have been in the spaces that are like this, they go for attention and to just participate in the mess. She is focused <laughs> and she is... Um, it was the finger Because I don't want to give it away. She's focused. right after this, please. And she's, please. she's no nonsense. Okay, she's no nonsense, and and I wasn't expecting this because she went directly to the bullseye of this entire situation with it, and it it I when you watch episode one, you'll see what I mean because it wasn't just once that she did this; she in one episode established a pattern that distinguishes her from the rest of the women on this cast. And that's all I can say without giving away any other details connected to it. <laughs> okay. Please watch it so we can talk about it. That made it. me curious. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Okay. okay. That's it. <laughs> and that means that that is it for this week's episode of The Friend Zone. Don't forget to sign up to our Patreon if you haven't already. We have tons of content on there. ETA with Asante, Warning Signs with Dustin Ross. We have The Woo with myself. And like I said, we're going to have a great conversation next week with Tiffany the Budgetista. So if you want to get your woo-woo on, you know where to find us. The friends, no, patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast, right? Yes. Yes. Ooh, friend, welcome back to 2020. (laughs) So check us out. We love you so much. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. 
Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.